You are listening to a Banzai Retro Club podcast. Language and topics may not always be appropriate for younger listeners. Press 1 for a groovy topic from the 1970s. Press 2 for an awesome topic from the 1980s. Or press 3 for a slamming topic from the 1990s. Please choose now. Too late. We have made your selection for you. Let's start the show. Stuff that I really didn't, I wanted to do for us that I just never made time for. Uh, and now yeah. I say have more time. So it's been kind of kind of interesting to look at, see what other podcast people are doing and, you know, figure out what's the next move for us. You know, I wanted to do this and then I also want us to get going on a mailing list. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that'd be the next after the, the media kit. Yeah. Okay, that sounds cool. Yeah. So, so what is what's the mailing list going to be about? Uh, you know, it, it's basically just a way to, you know, have a better way of interacting with people. You know, so the people that join our mailing list, we can send out like a weekly synopsis of, you know, here's what you know episodes are coming up this week. Uh, if we yeah. want to share some sort of random retro you know, story, something that doesn't take a lot of time to put together. Um, yeah. Yeah, just something fun, you know, and it, it's cool. it's a way that's supposed to help with, you know, engagement. And then you also have a, a, a list of your, you know, your followers, you know, rather than just a number. Yes. So I think that's cool. That's, I think that is very cool. Yeah. People always like recognition. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, we could even go so far as to, you know, give them all shout-outs, you know, once we have, like, their names and say, you know, oh, these are the people that are on our mailing list today or, you know, this week, and, you know, mm-hmm. we can bring those up. So Yeah. So, yeah, it'd be cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So I, what uh, movie did you do before? Paris, Texas. Oh, okay. It's the one with uh, Harry Dean Stanton. That's right. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. I just remember it from last week, so I, okay. just, I looked at a couple of the uh, looked at the synopsis and I gotcha. probably should have watched the trailer, but I didn't. Yeah, I watched the trailer on both of them, uh, uh, Das Boot and Paris, Texas. Um, mm. So that that's really that was my primary source of information was the trailer for Paris, Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're the, the main source of information for DOS boot. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> God help us all. <laughs> good times. Good times. But, uh, you know, I, I think we should get the party started then. I think we do. Yeah. Let me, uh, take another sip here. <sighs> Smooth. Oh, wait. All right. Uh, let's go, uh, da, 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 da. let me just verify again that we're recording. I know I already did that, but I'll do it again. Okay. This is a something podcast. Banzai! 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 
I don't think there's anybody back there. Have you or any of your family ever seen a spook, specter, or ghost? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Go Ghostbusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your supernatural elimination needs. We're ready to believe you! Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! It. To each other. And... Party on, dudes! This is Bonsai Rich Club. I am Dave. Online, I've got Rose. God peace. God peace. Already, we're jumping right into that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, so we're doing this again. We're doing a uh, our next step in the journey of the 1980s essential movies. Uh, for those that are new to the podcast and new to the series. What you should know is I found this list on RottenTomatoes.com, and they had listed 140 essential movies uh, for the 1980s. And I took it upon as a personal challenge to record an episode for every one of those movies. So working my way down from 140 to number one, we've made our way all the way to number 73, which is Das Boot from 1981. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what I normally do at this point is I'll insert the trailer uh, for uh, this movie. And I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to, fuck it. I'm going to insert the trailer even though it's not in English. So maybe our German listeners will have some entertainment there because they can understand without the subtitles. Um, me, I was watching the trailer and I see that, you know, there were subtitles. So I got the gist of, you know, what it was about. Um, but that's all I've got is the trailer. I've never seen this movie. I've never actually been interested in this movie. November 1941. It's a time when Hitler is making impossible demands upon his U-boat crews. Demands which will lead to the needless deaths of countless German sailors. For the 40,000 men who serve aboard Hitler's U-boats, Less than a fourth will return. Columbia Pictures presents The Boat. The story of 42 raw recruits caught up in a war they didn't understand. And the captain who must lead them in their struggle to survive. All set? He alone knows the insanity of the voyage that awaits his men. So Hitler Youth Leader might put a record on for us? The Tipperary song, if you have no objections. One short little Tommy record won't change you into the King of England. A voyage that will soon turn into a nightmare. And right through there. That's where we have to go. The Strait is seven miles from coast to coast. 
Here are the British dockyards. A place will be crawling with patrol boats. Anything that floats will be on the water. We'll run in under cover of darkness. On the surface. We'll see if we can slip through their cordon. On land, they dream of being heroes. Beneath the sea, they pray to be survivors. The boat, the other side of World War II. What I can tell, and you know, Rose, I know you've seen a better portion of this than I have seen, which is a little bit more than you've watched a little bit of it, where I haven't watched any of it. Um, and then based on the trailer, my only guess, my speculation here is that maybe it's called DOS boot because these guys, a lot of the kids that are on the submarine are young, uh, which, you know, is kind of the, I want to say the derogatory name for a young person, which is a boot. Um, mm -hmm. and so my guess is that's kind of where the name comes from because a lot of the sailors that are in this submarine are really young. Uh, and, but after watching the trailer, I, I'm still not hooked. I'm still not like convinced that this is an essential movie as something that I need to watch. Now, Rose, I know you have a different relationship with this movie. Uh, tell me about it. Well, hon, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> back in 19... Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so this Way is back actually, when! <laughs> a long time ago. Um, Grandma and Grandpa. Actually, <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, so, I... Okay. So, I had heard of the movie. Sure. Okay. Never watched it. Uh, there's a, and I know you and I discussed this. I don't know if we discussed it in length. Uh, and after we stopped recording or if we were still recording, and I, and I mentioned this, um, there's a comedian, a British, uh, English comedian, uh, very brilliant, by the name of Eddie Izzard. And he was referring, he used this movie as a reference to why he doesn't like oranges. Now, you think to yourself, how the hell do you do that? Well, if you think about an actual orange, you know, you have to really get in there and yank the pieces off, and sometimes, like, little bits come out in your hands, and then it's not like, you know, it's, it's not a neat process. Okay. Whereas, you know, like a little satsuma or something like that, you just peel a light skin off and just give it to everybody that's around and say, oh, you know, this is like cheap rounds, but an orange, he's like, he referenced the movie Das Boot because, um, we are the torpedoes trying to get into the orange. <laughs> that's the submarine. I'm telling you, his brain kind of goes all over the place, but it kind of sparked my interest. A little bit. I'm just like, what the hell is he talking about? Because he references a lot of movies in his stand-up. The Great Escape, saw it, you know, 
it takes a minute to get through that, but it's based on the, you know, the uh, prison camps in World War Two. There was a bunch of people in that that were really good, and uh, in the movie, not in the prison camp. But um, then he talks about uh, this movie, so I'm like, huh, I wonder if I should watch that. So I rented it from Netflix. Got it when Netflix first came out and was sending movies out, that little red envelope that you got. You get so excited because if you got no mail that day, the mailman had to deliver that fucking envelope. I know they hated it. It's like, I didn't want to go to this house, damn it. That dog has been barking at me all week. Fuck, now she's got a goddamn Netflix, you know, envelope. So, you know, I got it. And I looked at it. I didn't even bother doing the trailer thing. It was like, I'm just going to watch this and be informed. And and I looked at the, the, the DVD and I was like, two hours and 29 minutes. Oh, dear God. Okay. It's better be worth it. So, you know, I open the DVD player, pop it in. You know, it starts. And um, I'm 45 minutes into it, I think. At some point, I fell asleep, and <laughs> I thought, I will watch this later. Later never came, because <laughs> there was another movie in my queue that was more interesting, and I sent the DVD back, and I never watched the rest of it. And all I could think to myself was, oh, my God, there's 45 minutes of my life I'll never get back. <laughs> So, fast forward to. I have the same today. relationship with another movie, but that Did one. You? No, another movie that both you and I know. Um, uh huh. But that's my relationship with the Forbidden Zone. Um, oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, where I'm like, I need my time back. Somebody owes me my time back. Um, or money, <laughs> or some kind of compensation. I'll take scotch. I don't care. Yes. You will. You know. You will compensate me for that. I think Scott owes that, but, you know, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He knows. Yes, yes. He won't He won't do anything, but he knows. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so it so wasn't... You sent it, so, you sent it back. Um, yes. 45 minutes in, somewhere around the 45-minute range, you fell asleep. Uh, so, the movie didn't retain your interest, and it didn't retain your interest enough that you want to... That you that you felt compelled to pop it back in and you know get yourself caught back up to where you left off and watch the rest of it. Right. Forty five minutes is a long time to devote to a movie to not get you hooked. I know. I know. That's why I'm saying I I probably was like fifteen because my max on movies. You know, you give it the fifteen minute mark. Sure. If in 15 minutes it doesn't interest you, then out out it goes. Yeah. Sayonara, Toledo. Anyway, so I don't know what that's about, but I just made it up. Um, so fast forward to today. Okay. And I'm thinking, okay, so we're not allowed to Google. No. And no IMDb while we're talking. Sure. I will get a jump on this bad boy. And I You did some research. Do some research. Ah, okay. What'd you find so, out? So 
I'm going to tell you. Okay. First of all, I told my husband, who is the all-encompassing war expert on all wars that have been fought anywhere. Okay. And it's a nice hobby. Yeah, he's British. He even know he knows more about the Civil War than I ever wanted to know. You know, and it's just like, how the hell do you do that? But you know, it's the interest, and I don't know. It's a, maybe it's a guy thing. I don't know. But anyway, I get it. He, yeah, he's, he's a smart cookie. So, yeah. um, so I said, so Dave and I are going to be reviewing Das Boot tomorrow. He goes, oh, Das Boot, she boot. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I said, have you seen it? He goes, hmm. Have I seen it? I can't remember. And I honestly can't remember what his answer was. So I'm answering for him. I can't remember. He I said, can't remember really... if he's seen it. Yeah, it, it, it happened. See, but now that, that, further, that further does not give any more credibility to this movie because you went 45 minutes and get, didn't get hooked. He doesn't even remember if he's seen it. I mean, how is this an essential movie? I don't know, but I'm getting to that. Okay, sorry. Okay, I'm. I'm. I'm You're fine. I'm, okay, I, okay. I'm adding dramaticism to the. Uh, to the. It's to... working. Okay. It's working. <laughs> Get I'm to the edge. point. No, just kidding. I'm on edge. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Anyway, so, so we had that conversation, and I said, I know it's something about like uh, it's in German, it's like a submarine. He's like, well, it's a U-boat. So I'm like, okay, so what's that? He goes, it's a German submarine. I'm like, oh, okay. He goes, that's the only way that that would happen. It's only the U-boats were German. I'm like, okay, thank you. Two thumbs up. Needed that info. So I had to interject that in there because I didn't know. Okay. You know, me with military background, you know, with – don't talk a whole lot about U-boats in the Army, so sure. I give myself a break for that. So I went, okay. And um, then we talked about something else, and then I thought, okay, I need to get on this. So I did some research. Um, first of all, Wolfgang Peterson is uh, the director. Okay. If you know anything about Wolfgang Peterson... The next movie that he directed after this one was Never Ending Story. Now, that's a different kind of movie to go from yeah. this to that. Yes. Wow. And then. I was going to say, I knew his name. So I was like, okay. The next movie he directed was Enemy Mine. Huh. And then. Okay. I like, did... I like his follow-up movie so far. Yeah, and he did a bunch of other ones. I'm actually I did uh, a screenshot of because uh, I couldn't you know re- reference it, so I was trying to remember. I did like three screenshots of the movies that he did. I know he did uh, Air Force One. Okay. And he he also did Outbreak. Oh, so really just good movies. You, yeah, so it gives you a kind of an idea. When did Enemy of Mine he, come out? I want to say 85, 86. Now, Enemy of Mine, that's the Dennis Quaid 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Louis Gossett yeah. Jr. I really like that one. Yes. Uh-huh. That was a good movie. I really like that. How come we haven't covered that one yet? That's a great movie. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. So. All right. I'm like, okay. So there was a bunch of uh, bunch of people in this movie. Uh, Jürgen Prochnow is the only one that I can actually pronounce and remember. But he was like the main character. And uh, he was a, let's say he was a lieutenant captain. He was a captain. He was the captain okay. of, of the U-boat. And so his task was to take all of these new recruits and take them into the U-boat and go fight a war, World War II. Okay. Uh, this is 1941. So, um, like I said, a lot of, a lot of references to discrepancies, factual discrepancies, a lot of references to, uh, just actor discrepancies, like actors did certain things that wasn't in the script that they didn't go back over and correct. Um, and then there was things that just kind of happened you know, technically that it's just like, oh, well, screw it. We'll just leave it in the movie. So there was a lot of apparently people that went, hey, you're not supposed to do that. This wasn't that blah, 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 blah. You know how people get. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking, hmm, I wonder. So I go on YouTube and I start looking for it. Like maybe it's uh, some clips. Right. Like, you know, on, on Jimmy Kimmel, here's a clip from the movie Das Boot. And uh, no, it wouldn't happen. Although, having said that, there was actually a miniseries done in 1985 of Das Boot. And then in 2018, it became a TV show. Hmm. Okay. See? I'm actually retaining all of this stuff, and I'm quite proud of myself. Nice. So, so I get on YouTube. And I see for purchase only. I'm like, oh, screw that. Um, the next one said uh, preview only. I'm like, whatever. And then I see another one. This is nothing. It it has widgets in the title. And I'm going, hmm. Okay, so this has been altered in some way. So I'm like, and it looks like it's the full, you know, the full movie. Uh, they did do a director's cut. Uh, I want to say last year. It's on Blu-ray now. So anyway, so I'm thinking, all right, so I'll go ahead and I'll sit through as much. This is like three o'clock. Today? So I woke up from my nap. Yeah. Okay. I, I was done with my nap. I felt really good. You know, got some snacks. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to try and power through this as much as I can. Oh God. <laughs> How much? How long did you make it this time? Seventeen minutes. <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Seventeen, 17 minutes. Oh. And the reason behind that short amount of time is because they altered the screen to where it was not full screen, right? But quarter screen. Somehow they managed to cut out all the subtitles oh 
Yeah. And okay. I haven't been in Germany in like a hundred years. So my recollection of the German language is kaput. Yeah, no, I would need the subtitles. There's no way yeah. I'd be able to get through this, you know, this movie without that. Okay. Yeah. Now this is coming back to me. Richard said he hadn't seen it because it was all in German, and if he wanted to read something, he would read a book. Ah, see, yeah, that's guy he logic. Like, that's guy yeah, logic right there. Like subtitles. Yeah. There, it, it, it is actually taken from a book, and he said he never read that either. So she's like, okay. In all fairness, no big deal. Now, I, you so, know, in, in all honesty, uh, to to help give some credibility to that guy logic, um, I. My wife and I are watching the uh, Jack Ryan series on Amazon Prime, and there's a lot of reading because there's a lot of subtitles when they're in the foreign countries. So yeah. I had actually made the comment to her going, there's a lot of reading in this show. Um, you know, it, it's a great show. You know, there's a lot of action, and John Krasinski's awesome. But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, you know, that was my commentary <laughs> was, there's yeah. a lot of reading. <laughs> a lot of reading. Is there going to be a test afterwards? <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, um, my heart kind of, as I was, and I wanted to be able to find this quote, so it wasn't really a quote, it was a, a factual statement. And I'm going to try and remember as much of it as I can. Okay. Which isn't a lot. At the beginning, there is a paragraph where it talks about the U-boats and how Hitler wanted more of them to be made. And they, um, I don't know if production was slow or production was non-existent or it was just being held up by uh, not having enough finances, you know, for the war, but it just was something that he wanted to accomplish so he could show the Allies that he was strong. And you had all of these young men that gave their lives during this time. You know, there were young men all over all the allies gave their lives for this war. And the one thing that I did remember was of the 40,000 sailors that were stationed on these U-boats, only 10,000 of them came back alive. Wow. Yeah. One in four. So you're looking at... Yeah. Yeah. So... It was really, at that moment, it was kind of like, okay, so I see, I see why this is an essential movie. It had, it won six Academy Awards. Okay. I never knew that. And now I didn't go into what uh, categories they were. It's a lot of technical and cinematography and visuals and you know, probably sound. It's it's a massive movie, and and it has a lot of a lot of things going on. The very first scene 
Um, and it actually kind of made me laugh a little bit. It, it shouldn't have, but it did. Is you see it's green. Screen is green, but it's kind of a murky green. And I'm actually thinking, what the hell? They're not going to show the picture? Are we just getting audio? What are you doing? And then you see something coming clearer and clearer as you move forward. And then it gets more prevalent. And you're like, oh, we're underwater. That's a U-boat. Okie dokie. You know, so it was just that long, dramatic intro, you know, and it, it was just like, okay, so that's how they started. Huh. Okay. So then the next, the next, the next scene is, uh, there's all of the naval officers and the young men that are trying to, you know, uh, get their courage up, I suppose. Because uh, the next day, they're going to sail out. And so the next scene, you see them in a bordello. And they're all drinking and having a great time and dancing and whatever else you do in a bordello. Okay. Don't want to get into I it. I saw that in the, uh, but, the trailer. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't graphic. Except for when the guy threw up, but you know, that's kind of like, mm. right. You know, it wasn't any of the other stuff. So, and because I didn't have any subtitles, I can tell you a damn thing they were talking about. <laughs> uh, some guy got up and gave a speech and took a, like a small sword and cut the top off of a champagne bottle and drank it just like that. He held it over his mouth and the champagne, you know, and all I kept thinking was, what if there's glass shards in there? Oh my God. <laughs> I, I can't help it. You know, it's just the, the safety officer and me. And I was sure, just like, sure. Please don't put that in your mouth. You know, and then, you know, 17 minutes and 45 seconds came and went and it was like, I, I can't do this. I'm kidding myself. This is just no way, you know, that I could give this its proper due when I'm not even interested, you know. So the subtitles apparently are important. Honestly, kind of thought for a minute I could get through it without it. But, you know, the curiosity in me was just like, what the hell are they saying? What is, you know, because, you know, they were actually acting really well. It's like, okay, this guy's like super drunk. And he's like, he's got a lot of war behind him, and he's got accolades, like all the medals. That's the guy that cut the head off the champagne bottle. Everybody's like praising him for being amazing. So that went, that happened, and some young kid was coming out of a bathroom, and he looked like shit because God knows how much he had to drink. But and all I kept thinking was, you're going to be completely useless tomorrow if you have to go to war because you look a mess. You know, but it was it was a combination of the drunkness and the fear and the anxiety, and all of that thing that happens to you and your face in the unknown. So I truly can see why it's an essential movie. 
I think a lot of war movies that stand the test of time should be because of the content. Okay. But um, you're a, a braver man than I if you can sit through it. You know, if you have that, uh, and I'm talking to the viewers right now, there's probably hundreds of you out there going, yeah, watch this movie every week, you know, on Sunday <laughs> at 5 o'clock. Yeah, good for you, buddy. Um, and and I'm sure maybe there's a lot of German citizens that, that consider it very high ranking, you know, in, in their society, in their social settings. Sure. I don't know. You know, but it's their truth, you know, and and to only see a story from one side, you know, yes, they were the enemy. Yes, they did start it. You know, same with the Japanese. You know, we see a lot of, you know, Japanese in Torah, Torah, Torah. That's one of the really good ones, you know, uh, for, I want to say authenticity, but just for factual, I want to use the word speculation because, you know, I think they actually do use real military analysts for things like this. There's enough of them out there. Sure. You know, so, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, uh, would I try and watch it again? Woo. I don't know. Talk to me in like 10 years. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, with your first viewing, which is 45 minutes, and then your your second viewing, which is like 17 minutes, you've already invested an hour uh, more than yeah. into this movie than I'm going to invest. And I'm just being brutally honest. Um, yeah. I get the point that you're trying to make, though, about it being a period piece and it being a period piece for the German side of things, which you don't yeah. really – get that perspective uh because like you said you know they're you know they, they were viewed as the enemies and a lot of um american sonography uh cinemography so uh -huh. i i get i get the reason why this may be viewed as that because it kind of gives a different perspective as to you know what those guys were going through um yeah so i get it I really do, yeah. but uh, is it something that I, you know, that I'm intrigued at all to to devote time to to try to watch? I don't think so. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, I was in the Navy. Um, I can relate to you know what it's like to be on a ship, not necessarily yeah. a sub, but a ship. Right. Um, mm -hmm. So I mean, I've got some background that I can kind of relate. Um, but I don't know. It's just, you know, I, I don't know if I need to, you know, invest 145 minutes, uh, into, you know, learning a little bit more <laughs> about what it was like to be on the German side of World War II. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just my personal opinion. Um, but you know, if the people that had barreled through it and, you know, they, you know, the people over at RottenTomatoes.com, and they're like, yeah, this is, you know, a kick-ass movie. Uh, and like you said, maybe they watch it, you know, every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Yeah, more power to them. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. you know, I, I have a feeling that I'm going to go the rest of my days without ever giving it any time. 
Um, mm -hmm. Now, I could be wrong, but I could have sworn I heard Scott at one time mention that he had seen this and liked it. Um, yeah. So it'd be interesting to hear his perspective. Uh, maybe mm -hmm. I'll kind of ping him and you know ask him if he wants to throw in like a little, like, uh, you know, uh, a, a brief little synopsis as he's done in some of the other episodes. Um, mm -hmm. If not, then, uh, you know, we'll forgo that part. Yeah. I would, I would like to hear his opinion if he's seen it. Okay. Truthfully. Okay. You know, and I think being able to have, you know, another perspective would, would be beneficial. Oh, sure. Sure. Um, but I do have to admit, I do like seeing the name. Das Boot. Uh, yes. Yeah. Um, so if anything, I've had fun with that part of the, uh, you know, the intro. <laughs> das Boot. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, I don't know if we have anything else other than for me to say that, you know, my relationship with watching The Forbidden Zone is very similar to what you went through with Das Boot. Um, and it, I, I've got to tell this story just because I think it's interesting because it relates to a lot of what you were saying was that yeah. um, if you remember right, we had gotten the DVD, Scott sent that over or Scott sent it to you and then you sent it to me. Yes. And then mm -hmm. I received it and his instructions were give it 20 minutes, just give it 20 minutes and then you can, you know, then you can be done with it. Um, right. And... I had remembered that when I had started watching it, I got maybe 16 or 15, 16 minutes into it. Uh, I actually set my, my timer on my phone for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, right. I, and I've never done that with a movie where I set myself a timer, but I'm like, you know, I, I've, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that I'm giving it its due course, but then something came up. I had yeah. to leave. And then uh -huh. I remember I'd gotten walking pneumonia at the time. Um, oh, so then at the time I didn't get back to it, but then I was like, crap, I know we're going to talk about this. We want to talk about this movie. I need to give it at least another, you know, whatever it was, five, 10 minutes, you know, to get to the, the grand total of 20. And mm -hmm. when I went to go put it in and I got to the part that I remember that I was at, and then I remember, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, I, maybe I need another 10 minutes in and I'm good. But then I just kept watching it. I just I, I couldn't stop watching it because it was like the train wreck <laughs> where it was kind of like, what's going to happen next? How are they going to wrap this up? Is there going to be a, you know, a, a nice red bow on this whole story? You know, and it was just I, and I didn't get that. And then that's why I feel like I, I need my time back. Um, yeah. But it's like, you know, it's one of those things where I had to be kind of coaxed my mentally back into revisiting this like you did for, yeah. you know, like, you know, looking at it today, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, as you were telling this story, I was thinking for Ben zone, for Ben zone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't even last 20 minutes. Yeah. I felt bad. But then, you know, I, uh, my strengths and weaknesses are pretty much, I know them. Yeah. So that was a really big let me sit down and do it. It's like what's what's the word I want to use? That was a big challenge 
that I was giving myself, you know, yeah. and I failed, failed miserably, you know, and and I'll just blame it on the fact that there were no subtitles, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, th- that is a commitment, though. It's two and a half hours, right? I mean, you've got to, yeah. that's, a, I mean, you've got to invest time, you know, and if, you know, for me, like, you know, what you had said, that if you gotten in 45 minutes into it and it still hadn't hooked you, I'm like, mm-hmm. there's no hope for me. I'm not even going to bother. You know, I'm going to yeah. take the lazy man's way out. I'm like, fuck that. No way. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. I'm not well, yeah. You, you've got, you've, you've got maybe, like you said, maybe 10, 15 minutes. And, you know, that's going to make me want to, you know, what's next? What's going to happen next? What's, you know, I'm invested in these people. I'm invested in the characters. Maybe this movie yeah. does that. Maybe it doesn't, but it doesn't sound like it did to you. Um, so I don't know, but I'm good with that. I'm good with that. So yeah. uh, uh, I'm I'm going to leave it there. Um, yeah, that's great. All right. So uh, this is a part of the program where we remind people we have a website that's out there. That's uh, bonsaireturclub.com. So please go out there and. Click on all of our links and our Team Bonsai page and follow us on all our social media. We all have our things that we're managing. So we'd love you to interact with us. If you have an opinion about DOS Boot, we'd love you to throw us an email at mcfly at bonsairetroclub.com. If you're on uh, the Twitter, Podbean, give us follows. If you're on iTunes, we would love for you to give us a rating review and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, and um, with all that being said, we just want to remind everybody, please be excellent to each other. We have no idea when you're going to be listening to this, so have a good whatever. Bye-bye. Bye, everybody. This has been a Bonsai Retro Club production. Banzai, Daniel-san! Hey, Banzai! 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 <laughs> and on the next episode, we're going to be talking about Paris, Texas, released in 